Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bob Daisha, welcome into the DMVR Bus Podcast. Presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. RK is out twerking once again. That means the man, the myth, the legend is back. Oh, man, we're doing it. What What's a time up, to be alive. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great, bro. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Love that Buff Nation to open up the show. I Mixing figured, it up a little. I figured you kind of got to keep it, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. it does feel weird mm-hmm. when I don't do it. So No, you got to keep it. So even if RK isn't here to oh, you know, no, bring you it you better. You better. Yeah, we're sticking with it. We're enjoying some nice little uh, peach rings yeah, here on some set. some Circle K peach rings. Perfectly onset and peach offset. Rings. Yeah. <laughs> Good They're stuff. delicious. Good they stuff. Delicious. And you, you put out the bat signal, and the bat signal said we're breaking down defensive schemes, mm-hmm. and I gave you the Mbappe meme. Oh, we're no matter what, I'm I'm there. The off season has treated us pretty kindly, but uh, we have had to stray away from actual football talk at times. Mm. Today is all football talk, though. Yes, top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom football show brought to you this Monday <laughs> on a lovely President's Day. Yeah, happy huh? uh, holidays to everyone who <laughs> celebrates. Right, let's go, <laughs> let's go. How was your first Sunday without the NFL? What did you do? I don't know. Just my family needs stuff, so I do stuff for my family. Is basically what I do. I just I try not to think about it. Yeah, do you have that void in your chest? Yeah, and that started, gosh, a month and a half ago. I mean, it's really fair, like fair. the start of the new year. Once bowl games are done, it's kind of like, eh, yep, rough. Yeah, you can I try see to watch. The, uh... I try to watch college hoops. Getting mm-hmm. into tennis. Tennis. Yeah, you know, you just find some side hobbies. Try to occupy Daytona the 500 mind. today. I, I'd be in on that. I've seen some good Daytona 500. I here. know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be watching that. I'm down. Uh, we got F1 starting testing this week. Right, right. It's racing season, Dre. It is racing season. You know, I've, this morning to kind of get the juices going, I checked some DraftKings odds for quarterbacks who will be in this draft class, their next team, and other odds for the big free agents. You know, it's just a uh, wait and see mode. No NBA even. It's yeah. Bit lackadaisical, man. Yeah. Bit lackadaisical. Yeah. It was a rough weekend. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't awesome. Um, but we are about, <clears throat> I think we're now under a month away from spring practices starting. Oh, my gosh. How about that? What a time to be alive. You love that. Uh, CU's getting geared up, too, because they put out their spring roster update on Friday. Look at that, huh? I didn't know this happened until during our show. 
on Friday, so unfortunately I had to wait. Perfect. Some people have already uh, kind of picked content. through it, but there's a, there's a lot to get to here. Yes. So you can go to cubuffs.com. Just go to the roster. It's all right there. Boom. Um, well, just starting, I guess, in numerical order, we're going down um, the single digits. There's some space, including number six. Tarvaris Dawson isn't listed on the roster anymore. Okay. Do you have a candidate for number six? Uh, I do not. not okay. right now, not yet, not yet. Good. Too early for that, Dre. But what was Hodge wearing at Liberty? Um, I, will get I can look it up. I can okay. go, go to your next point. But we've talked a lot about uh, the wide receiver unit and all these guys coming in this offseason, and a lot of people were like, why? We have all these guys. And it's like, well, yeah, but writing's probably on the wall for a few of them. Uh, Tarvaris Dawson just isn't listed on the roster anymore. He hasn't stated an intent to enter the portal publicly, but uh, kind of feels like he might have told people at CU what he's planning on doing. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not on the roster. How big of a bummer would that be? I mean, he had a great game against Nebraska, yep. scored that touchdown, yep. um, but kind of just disappeared later in the year. Has great speed, obviously. Is a <clears throat> certified mm -hmm. deep threat, and we saw that play out. But we have a lot of uh, speedy, fast wide receivers, including a grad transfer we just brought in, who's going to play in Lejeune Wester. Um, and that's one of those positions where the more scholies you can free up, the better. Yes, exactly. So, Hodge twenty four at Liberty. Okay. Um, Preston Hodge. And many other guys who committed this offseason listed on this roster, but no numbers. Makes sense. We, yep. had, we had to compete yep. for them last year. Gosh, last year, <laughs> way fewer numbers than this, huh? <laughs> That's true. Everyone loved the, uh, the number competition, though, last spring. People were just asking me in the office, like, oh, we get any numbers today? Like, people were fun. bought in. It was fun. I yeah. mean, it was a good... Like if nothing, Coach Prime really knows content mm -hmm. and how to like give you things oh, throughout yeah. <laughs> the off season. He does a marvelous job. He's a master at it. Um, and then if you go down to the bottom of the numbers, another big one here: ninety-five Bishop Thomas listed on the spring roster. We didn't know. So, did you watch the whole Coach Prime documentary? No. Very last episode, we get like the, you know how they end yeah, documentaries, yeah, yeah. the white text on just a plain black screen of what's going on and stuff. It said Bishop Thomas was no, not on the roster uh, for whatever reason. Like he's just away from the team for right now. And his 2024 status was pending basically whatever mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. He's on the roster though. He's on the he roster survived. and not to jump segments, but I think that's a... Uh Really great news because I think he fits as well as just about anyone in this new defensive scheme the Buffs might be rocking. Right. So, yeah, that's big time. It is big time. Bishop Thomas was, um, he wasn't quite an impact player last year, but he was a player that you noticed when he was out there and you noticed when he wasn't. You noticed when he wasn't healthy, when he had the club right. on his hand. Um, he flying down the field on kickoffs, tackling guys in the ASU game and stuff like Ah, he moves amazingly well. Yeah. We talked a lot about Bishop Thomas last offseason. Phenomenal athlete. Happy to see he's kind of getting it together. So it seems. Um, 
But again, if you go down to the bottom of this roster, there yes. are some new names, uh, some walk-ons. There are guys that we know who have committed. And I'm assuming if your name is on this list, you are in Boulder. You're training with the team. So Quincy Wiggins, we've been asked about him. He's on mm -hmm. there. Uh, LeJonte Wester, we know, is there. Jalen Wester, we know, is there, but they're on there. Wade Twins, of course. Mm -hmm. Herman Smith's listed on there, former JSU safety, who just committed a few weeks ago. Uh, we've seen Seaton, we've seen Okanlola, we've seen Chidozi, Shaman Mateer, Justin Mayers, of course, all these no. guys. Um, from what I have, I guess, cross-examined and looked at, there's only a handful of guys who actually aren't on this roster who have already committed. Yeah. Will Shepard is one, the former Vanderbilt wide receiver. Yeah. Um, he told he said, I think, on Twitter earlier in the year that he's got to come in the summer. He's a grad transfer. He's still got to graduate, it yeah. sounds like. Right. Um, freshmen, we talked about them at the Super Bowl, Cam Michael and uh, Draylon Miller, mm -hmm. both finishing out their uh, basketball seasons in high school and finishing high school. Yeah, finishing in high school. So they aren't on the roster yet either. Okay. Um, every other freshman is on, except for Kieran Garcia. He just committed uh, around signing day. The linebacker out of Fort Myers, um, he's not on there either. But looking through transfer commitments, I mean, these guys are all here. Cordell Russell wasn't listed. Mm -hmm. uh, Baby T.O., we talked about him on Friday. Yeah. Uh, who else? I think that might be it. I yeah, think I everyone mean, else geez. is here. Compared to last year, how many more guys are on campus and ready yes. to go and getting coached up and getting their work in the the weight room and everything, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, because this is... The roster hadn't even gone through the next turnover right. at this point last year. No, we still had twenty a bunch of 2022 yeah. kids on this roster right. this time last year. Uh, so, BG, yeah, already being set like this is massive. Definitely. B.J. Green also uh, not on the roster, the former mm -hmm. Arizona State edge. Mm -hmm. uh, he had he had to flip because Kalen DeBoer left Washington. That's who he committed to. That's when he reopened his commitment and picked Colorado. But that's to your point, what you just said, I think six to eight guys out of everyone who's not here. So it's going to be great competition this spring. And I think we're going to get a real idea of who's going to be starting and who's going to be playing on the field. What's Scully count? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, Scully counts irrelevant until after uh, May. It doesn't matter. So many guys are coming in and out. It doesn't matter. No, totally. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just wanted a hilarious answer. <laughs> I mean, how would you know exactly how many scholars? You know, it's a, it's a crazy question. Exactly. A, you're not like a scholarship accountant. You know, you have another. You have a you have a job. I mean, we ask Neely or someone, and it's like he doesn't know. It's like he's got to ask someone else in the in the team to get an answer, and they're probably not even concerned about it either. So yeah, pretty much irrelevant. Um, but that's it. There's some position changes. Of course, Savelle Smalls, we already talked about moving to tight end. Yeah. 6'3", 260 at tight end. I like that. That works. Where was he before? That was the five-star out of Washington. Oh. Yeah, on the edge. Yeah. That I like a lot. 
Um, and that's one of those spots where, you know, you, you want more competition, more bodies. Yeah, and they need bigger bodies, too, yes. because yes. Yes. Uh, credit to what Mikey Harrison did last year. He's Correct. not uh, laying out anyone on the defensive side of the ball. Right, and I mean, with both offensive and defensive coordinators, they're leaning into more pro schemes. Mm-hmm. So tight end, there's a start to that. Yep. And having more bodies there, more size, more, you know, ability to do more than just having a bona fide wide receiver line up next to your right tackle. Exactly. Uh, I would expect to see more tight ends on the field this year, too. Two uh, redshirt freshmen who hardly played last year, Isaiah Harge and Adam Hopkins. Yep. Adam Hopkins was the four-star wide receiver out of Georgia. Both of them switched to defensive back officially on the roster. We just talked about being able to free scholarships up at -hmm. the wide receiver position. Do you like those moves? I don't know. We didn't really see them last year. Uh Uh, I thought, you know, we talked about Adam Hopkins and Omari Miller a lot. We figured one of them, one of those four stars, would have to break out at wide receiver. It was Miller. And Hopkins was kind of going through that switch. Um, he was wearing the gray jersey, you know, the two-way jersey that Travis mm-hmm. wears mm-hmm. Uh, during practices last year. So was Isaiah Harge. So they were kind of working both ways, but now listed at defensive back. Uh, number 23, Carter Stoutmeyer. Yep, this was an interesting one. Uh, played cornerback last year, had the labrum mm-hmm. issue yep. that he went through all the se- all throughout the season, really. I mean, he wasn't healthy for most of the year. Right, and he was a freshman who played really well early in the season, and I, I remember just a few times I was on the pod during the year. That was a question we got a lot was, like, what happened yeah. to Carter Stoudemire? Yep. I mean, Coach Prime, I mean, he loved him. He was yeah. talking him up yeah. a lot yeah. as one of the most impressive freshmen. Anyways, he's moved officially to safety. What do you think? You've got a lot of versatility at the safety position. A lot of guys who can do a lot of different things. Obviously, those more in-the-box strong safety types like Trevor, who really converted to linebacker last year. Mm-hmm. Shiloh. Um, you know, how they can use Hodge is very intriguing. And then uh, Carter Stoudemire being put in that room, I think, is really nice on top of Cam Solomon Craig, Greg. Um, so... Who maybe is the most conventional set and forget two deep safety can that can do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. right in that group of like the five guys I just listed off. Um, and Stoudemire, that coverage ability is nice. Arguably, you could say with Hodge, the best cover safety you have, you know, maybe the most athletic, fastest mm-hmm. um, and more of a deep guy. Yeah, and if you're playing a four-two-five, you're gonna need to rotate five guys. So I mean, you need a lot of options, or more. And yeah. we'll get to that in yeah. the second segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we will talk about Coach Livingston um, and what he's bringing to the table here. A few other guys. Um, yeah, you mentioned Cam Slusher, of course, at the safety room. But forty-three, Trevor Woods, still listed at safety, not listed at linebacker. Makes sense. It's a big year for that linebacker room. Mm-hmm. Big year, man. I'm honestly surprised those guys didn't add more competition in the offseason, you know? They got Jalen Wester, and then, yeah, they brought in Kieran Garcia, the three-star young yeah. guy. But we've talked a lot about these. They, have, they brought in like four or five freshman mm-hmm. linebackers last year. So they've been kind of developing that room. We right. didn't see a lot of them on the field at all. Right. So we'll see what happens, who breaks out this spring. 
Um, yeah, Chaz that's Wallace, an intriguing group to follow for sure. Chaz Wallace put out a tweet uh, over the weekend saying he's up to like 310, 315 now. Listed at 295 on this roster, though. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Chaz that big. Mm-hmm. Pushing to be the biggest D lineman on the team. Him or Torian Carter, the former uh, Arkansas kid. He mm-hmm. is uh, a grad transfer. Where is he? 63303 is what he listed. And Quinn Barnes is listed at 315. I like that. They're bigger. I like bigger. that a lot. Yep. Uh, Tyler Brown, still listed at offensive guard, not listed at center. Uh, who else? I think that's about it from last year's guys. Shane Cokes listed at defensive line. I know he said that he'll be playing more end this year, his more natural position, uh, but still listed as D-line. Also, if you go to... Uh, what's that? Makes sense, right? You want him to be... An inside-out guy. Maybe first two downs, still playing inside from time to time, third down, or vice versa. I mean, I mean, if he's still around 275, what he's listed at, he's a good 30, 40 pounds smaller than the three guys we just listed yeah, at defensive is, line. For sure. for sure. Yeah, so you rely on him on the run more at, on the outside as a defensive end and then maybe can rush inside from time to time too. Yeah, they definitely see more versatile along the defensive line. Bigger. Bigger and more versatile. Yes. Not bad. More, if you, more mature, a little older as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just more like pedigree, too, with what they brought in. More proven right. talent. <clears throat> also. Right. Right. It's a good point. If you go to the right side of that page, you can see the coaching staff there. Um, a few things. Robert Livingston does have the defensive coordinator tag. He also has the safeties tag, something that we thought we'd be getting with him. Uh, he's basically just slipping right into where Charles Kelly was. His entire right. role, defensive right. coordinator, safeties. And the guy who was coaching DBs, you know, coaching the secondary yeah. in Cincinnati for the Bengals. So mm-hmm. natural to have him still work on that. And I mean, that's where a lot of your back end scheme can be worked on. So mm-hmm. having a little more hands on work with that group, I think, makes a lot of sense. Definitely. Uh, and then Coach Sal, still listed on the coaching staff here. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but he's listed here. <laughs> Last I heard, we haven't gotten a confirmation either way if he's coming back or not. What would you bet? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'd lean that he might fancy going back home. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's going through some health stuff right now. So, oh boy. We'll let Coach Sal uh, yeah. get on the mend and announce on his own what he plans on doing. Big time. But that's about it, really. Um, I didn't notice any new faces uh, that we haven't talked about on this coaching staff, recruiting staff altogether. Um, it's pretty much the same people in charge last year, going to be the same people in charge this season. There you go. Aside from new coordinators. And right, right. I mean, yeah, of course. You know, Pat Shermer's on there, Robert Livingston, but Jason Phillips, Phil Lodeholt, but it's all the same personnel staff. Right. I didn't see any new like grad assistants or anything mm-hmm. yet. We'll see with Warren Sapp. That's what he said. That's right. He said March. Right. It is in March, so we should wait and see. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's about it. 
Uh, saw someone ask about Brandon Davis Swain. Yes, he's listed. He's been in Boulder. We've seen him in videos. Yeah, and he's definitely on there mm-hmm. on that roster. Another, you know, important piece. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they still brought in two freshman defensive linemen. After talking all offseason about how do you get they got to rebuild the trenches, they held on to these two commitments that they've had for close to a year now at this point. Right. So they saw something. Yeah. But that's about it. You can head on over to the CU Buffs website um, and check out the whole roster right there. Check it out. Let's take a moment to chill, Dre. Let's do it. Shout out to our new sponsor. Dude, we did it. Extremely happy to announce this one. Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors Light. If you didn't notice the bucket on the set, it's right there. Uh, Shout out to them. I mean, you talk about chilling. I can't imagine chilling any harder than with a Coors Light. Yeah, that's right. Chilling with the boys. Frosty Coors Light. They make them to chill. Exactly. So it's always nice and cool. And your chill. No doubt. And we know all about that. Absolutely. Well, it's, uh, that's kind of the Colorado mentality, yeah? Definitely. We're, we're pretty chill. And then I was actually... I need to remind myself of that from time to time. I was watching a video, uh, yeah. some random video on YouTube about some guy like going to uh, like the Champions League final or something. Uh-huh. And they stopped at a pub. They're drinking Coors Light over there across the pub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. I know. I was like, that's crazy. Dude, what a vibe. They just want to chill like us. Exactly. Uh, so whatever you're doing, however you want to do it, make sure it's with a Coors Light in hand. Um, when it's time to chill, Coors Light is the beer I reach for. So when you want to hit reset, grab the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash DNVR. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Woo! I love Shelly's hype. I love today how hype the chat has been for us. I know. Bringing them Coors Light. Um, And yeah, check out that URL Jake gave you. (laughs) Check out some Coors Light. Uh, And then our wonderful friends over at Game Time. Oh, yes, Jake. Uh, Sign up today with the code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off your first purchase. What's on your game time docket this summer? Just abs and nuggets, basically? Abs, nuggets. See how deep we can go in the playoffs. Maybe some pids? Pids for sure. Um, you know, Buffs women's team makes the, mm-hmm. the tourney. You'll have a few home games. Oh, definitely. And the tickets on game time will be pretty reasonable. Then I got to get back to, you know, Coors Field, watching some Rockies games, you know, so... There's a lot, Jake. There's a lot. And I'm committed to watch more college football this fall as well. In person? Yes. Yes, in person. Excellent. We'd love to have you. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I uh, know. Nothing like Folsom. <laughs> well, Dre, download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hell yeah, chat. Let's go. All right. Uh, I wrote something over the weekend that I'm pretty proud of. You should be. You should be. You were in your bag for this one, man. You really did a terrific job breaking down Robert Livingston. 
the connections in his career, the mm-hmm. scheme he comes from. I love that you started that off, not even with like what to expect from a coaching on field, but with his background from a scouting perspective in the Southeast. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all the connections and why that's such a natural fit with Coach Prime. So uh, this is why, you know, Jake's a lot more than just a pretty face. And you guys get excited <laughs> when he's going no hat on us. Dude knows ball like few others. That's why him and I bonded early on. So yes, sir. go to thedmvr.com and check that out. Outstanding piece. Um, so in more spoken word, what were yeah. your biggest uh, takeaways from from this hire, man? Well, who comes from such an exciting defense? He does. One of the. I mean, we've talked about this really more than anything when it comes to Robert Livingston is how he was mentored by Lou Anarumo over at Cincinnati, who is the Bengals' defensive coordinator, has become widely known as one of the better defensive coordinators in the league. Yeah, Cincinnati wasn't great this last year. Joe Burrow was hurt going back to, like, July. Yeah, Um, It was just a rough year for them, and defensively they didn't do great. But defensively they also lost their best player. They lost Jesse Bates. They're kind of in a, I don't want to say a rebuild, but Mm -hmm. they're still, like, trying to rediscover their identity, I Mm -hmm. guess, on defense. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah, I went and dug into his background. Uh, first off, I think, and that, this is why I started this uh, segment on drafting and developing off about it. We have to understand what the Cincinnati Bengals are to understand what Robert Livingston has accomplished in his time so far in the NFL. Yeah. Because they have the smallest scouting staff in the NFL. <laughs> right. I Easily. love that you went back to this. Yes. I mean, it's not even close. It's something like six to eight scouts and the next closest mm-hmm. is like 15 mm-hmm. like it's very it's an old school organization they don't have a gm listed on their front office staff uh it's like the owner and uh duke tobin i think his name is like the director uh-huh. of player personnel or uh-huh. the acting gms and you basically gotta like no ball or you gotta know someone to get in with this team yep um yeah and it's Lewis a grind but you're gonna have your opinion heard exactly so he started off, uh, the Bengals' director of operations retired in 2012. That's a big role. Mm-hmm. And so they just hired two scouts to fulfill that role. Which is crazy. <laughs> Coach Livingston being one of them. Crazy. So he comes in only two years into his coaching career at Furman and then Vanderbilt mm-hmm. and is scouting the ACC and the SEC for the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFL. As their Southeastern scout. Yes. Do you know it's just the ACC or SEC, or do you assume there's probably like... That's what... Hey, Western Alabama, we got this guy, Tyreek Hill, you need to go check out. I mean, I'm sure definitely. If you Uh only have Right, you're the Southeast scout. You you have the whole region, so (laughs) it's not even just that area. It's like... Yes. I mean, and for most scouting, regional scouts, your... Your headliner is going to be your Southeast Regional Mm Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. So I was hired in 2012, right before the 2012 NFL draft. Probably didn't do hardly any work on that draft. Yep. So 2013 draft would have been his first class. Mm -hmm. Um, That year, they drafted Gio Bernard. Yep. Out of North Carolina. Um, In 2014, they also drafted uh, Jeremy Hill, A.J. McCarron, Sean Williams, and Sean Williams is the guy that when I started to dig in, I was like, this is the guy that shows exactly what Coach Livingston can do because he scouted that region, scouted the player. They draft the player. Yeah. Two years later, Mike Zimmer is out, by the way. 
common thread there. Mm-hmm. And Robert Livingston gets promoted to coach defensive quality control or something like that, yeah. working with the safeties. Yeah. And he gets to help transition Sean Williams from a cornerback into a safety. And from 26 to 2019, Sean Williams starts in 57 games, has 393 tackles, 12 interceptions, and 26 pass breakups. Yeah. And I mean, think of some of the different guys we've talked about just in this show who could make that conversion from corner to safety, mm-hmm. um, who might really benefit from that. Exactly. Also, like when you go to stuff like the Senior Bowl Combines, Pro Days, whatchamacallit, you can see the scouts and who, who carries more weight, who's kind of the one that all the other scouts look to for data points, for running the show, you know, keeping things on schedule, yeah. what have you. The ones who other scouts are going to to pick their ear, you might catch a few backroom conversations. And what you also pick up on is after a team's drafted, who the scouts they trust the most are mm-hmm. when you see, oh, gee, like I remember there was once this uh, Falcons scout their Western scout who I was at pro days with. And then it was like the Falcons that year, five of six guys they drafted were all from the West. You know, it was Mm -hmm. like, wow, that guy really. And since has been promoted, I actually think the Broncos have since hired him in a, in a bigger scouting role. Um, And when you draft four guys in one class, it means your opinion really carries over two classes. Well, over two, I mean, you're really, those are just, you have a lot of say, you have a lot of say right there. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing was scouting, um, you cross you cross check, so while the southeast might be your region, like you're probably gonna have to cross check another scout's work. So you're probably watching guys oh, yeah. northwest, mm-hmm. northeast, you mm-hmm. know, midwest, all over the country. Yeah. So while the scouts do have like areas, they do focus on more than just those areas. For sure. And I mean, if you were looking for the most obvious connection for him to coach prime or even the college game. It starts with all the hours and years he put in as a scout and knowing the Southeast region inside out. Exactly. I mean, we talk, we see it on well off all throughout practices, all the scouts there. Like, you're a pro scout, but you're basically working in college football. Like, that's what you're covering. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And Um, how that translates from a, you know, talent evaluation, recruiting standpoint, obviously. The next guy would be Jesse Bates. I mean, I don't think he had anything to do with drafting him. Obviously, he was a coach at this point. He was the safeties coach. Um, I'm sure he had some say, but Jesse Bates comes in 2018, um, 54th overall pick in that draft. Yep. And he's like their leading tackler as a rookie. Sean Williams has his best season playing next to Jesse Bates, both at safety. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jesse Bates is now widely recognized as one of the best safeties in the NFL, if not the best. Right. Uh, second team All Pro in 2020, helped lead the Bengals to that Super Bowl two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's another part of his coaching experience that's going to translate directly to college in ways that other pro coaches don't have. That right. Mm-hmm. This is what a, a college coach does all the time. You recruit yes. them, you scout them, you bring them to your team, and having known their game that intimately for having worked with them for probably four years as high schoolers, right. three anywhere from two to four years, then now you know how to develop them, how to coach them, how to insert them in your scheme and try to get the best out of them. Few, you know, coaches in the NFL have that experience of going from scouting them Mm -hmm. to then having to actually coach them and develop them and fit them into your scheme. He did that 
And you're, I mean, you're using two of the most glowing examples. Of yeah, that. exactly. Um, then on to Lou Anaromo. Um, again, if you go on over to the DMVR.com. Yeah. It's called Why Coach Prime Hired Robert Livingston as Colorado's Defensive Coordinator. Um, the whole middle section is all film takeaways. Um, it's very basic, cut and dry stuff. Uh, I didn't want to get too in the weeds just because this. There's a good chance that I mean NFL defenses for one are so different than colleges. Yeah, college defenses. Mm -hmm. But Robert Livingston's going to create his own defense. Like he's totally. going to pull in some influences totally. for sure. But yep. it's going to be his. Yep. Which is a great point. And what I liked is you mostly focused on the back end, mm -hmm. how the back end is being coached up, because that's what we can read the most into and how that'll translate to his experience with the buffs. You know, right. you didn't focus on the front too much. Exactly. But after we talk about the back end, we, we can yeah. probably touch on a few things on the front as well. Um, so Lou Anarumo, he's got two nicknames, Dr. Lou and the Mad Scientist. Yeah. Yeah. I think the guy knows how to call a defense with those names. Um, he's well, and it, it also, I mean, that just goes to show you like how well respected he is. Yes. In a different year of NFL, you know, the last few coaching cycles have been so dominated by offensive right, coaches. Right. In a past year of the NFL where that wasn't the case, Lou's probably got a job two off seasons ago as a head coach. Um, everything I read over the weekend was saying like, this guy's going to be a head coach soon enough. Like mm -hmm. they were a lot of articles written about him maybe moving on this off season. Right. Do you know now he's the longest tenured defensive coordinator in the NFL? Really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's so much turnover. Yeah. Wow. Insane, huh? That's nuts. Um, anyways, he got those nicknames because this defense is, What's the word? Um, Versatile. Multiple. Multiple, whatever. Ma Versatile. Malleable is a good one, yeah. All those. Like, he changes dynamic. everything up. Dynamic. There you go. He changes everything up week to week, depending on who they play. Mm -hmm. They'll move around the fronts. Uh, they'll drop safeties into the box. They'll yeah. play one high. They'll play two high. They'll do late shifts in the back end, all that stuff. Unpredictable. This yes. isn't some guy who's like, hey... I'm Gus Bradley. I play a cover three right. press, and that's what we're going to do. Exactly. Like, I'm Tony Dungy. Expect a lot of Tampa 2. Exactly. And that's like what we do. It's no, you're going to get a mix of looks, mm -hmm. which is nice. Um, a few things I did notice. He loves utilizing the nickel um, in blitzes, in the box. Um, just it's a weapon. You talked about it being a 4 2 5? Uh, not yet. But That's where the nickel really yes. is, is such a big part because all of a sudden, 4-2-5, you think that's pretty slanted towards the secondary. That nickel piece, though, is huge because mm -hmm. that can really turn you into a uh, you know, 4-3-4. Right. Um, uh, a 4-3, as we'd call yes. it. <laughs> this is European <laughs> soccer. Um, or, you know, and then you talked about the the, sa the strong safety coming up from the box as well. Those mm -hmm. those three guys, your two safeties and then that nickel corner yep. are what allows you to be so multiple and dynamic because he's using them and how he schemes the back end in a variety of ways. Exactly. Um, they love defensive backs. They would... So I watched the San Francisco game. Yeah. And San Francisco likes a lot of big packages. They like to bring in the fullback. They like to do two tight ends. They like to do it all at the same time. They'll go 22. But 
he didn't just stack the box with big bodies. Like he did bring in extra defensive linemen mm-hmm. to try and combat that. Mm-hmm. But he still had like six defensive backs on the field. Yeah. Like the speed is part of what makes this defense go. For sure. For sure. And I mean that versatility. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I liked how then you highlighted the role of Bates. Mm-hmm. Jesse Bates was just, I mean, he's just the type of player that you kind of give free reign to. Yeah. Like yeah. you kind of just let the player and his instincts dictate, you know, what's going to happen mm-hmm. basically. But he used them all over the field. They put him deep way the hell back there in single high. Uh, they'd bring him into the box. Jesse Bates was great. Just like swimming around, like pulling guards and stuff. Like, yeah. Multiple clips of that stuff of him doing that and just like the three games I watched. I like how you highlighted speed, keeping guys close to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, DBs close to the line of scrimmage seems to be a big thing from your piece. Yep. Um, there's always maybe one high safety of sorts, you mm-hmm. know, cover one of sorts uh, at worst, but then the nickel you're playing up high, close to the line of scrimmage. And that free safety might even be cl- playing close to the line of scrimmage and then, you know, yeah. oh, they'll bail. to go back. Um, so you're, even though there's not a lot of guys on that second line that, that where the linebackers would be, you actually have a ton of defenders on that kind of creating a fence almost, yes. you know? So you need, you do need speed because you need recovery speed to go deep. You also need speed to come downhill and you need your safeties to be able to do a little bit of both, come down and tackle and, you know, play closer to the line of safety, but then bail and cover a lot of ground right. in, a, in a short amount of time. So a lot of people get, like, really excited about Shiloh and Cam and these guys for good reason yep. with Coach Livingston. But for me, it's the young guys, especially someone like Carter Stoutmeyer, who just changed positions. Uh, Jaden Milliner-Jones last year, who played a decent amount as a freshman in the back end, like, those are the guys I'm most excited about to see what he can do with them and what he can mold them into as opposed to some of these other guys who are like, they got, they got one year and they got to just have a great right. year to go to the right. draft. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, in the last part of this article, I kind of talked about the search and stuff. Uh, there's a nugget in there. Head on over to thedmvr.com and you can uh, figure out what it is. Look for the old nugget. Yep. I uh, I saw that too and was like, wait, who? Dropped a little something in there. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Something for uh, everyone to chew and ponder on. That's right. That's right. That's great. And then you even highlighted how sometimes you'll bring in a fifth uh, defensive lineman to counter bigger, heavier schemes, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting. So I just... If he's to take some of the teachings from, you know, Lou and uh, some of the stuff he was already doing on the back end as the secondary coach for Cincinnati, expect a lot of different looks and a lot of versatility and how he attacks that more spread out college game is going to be really interesting to see. I mean, main takeaway is that. Yes, this is a name that wasn't really, you know, a lot of people saw it and went, who? But the more you learn about this guy and the more you learn about where he came from, what he did in Cincinnati, uh, he survived a coaching change too. Yep. Like to be an assistant to do that, like that didn't happen here at Colorado when Coach Prime Mm -hmm. came in, you know, like no one survived that basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's just a testament to the quality of coach we're getting here. 
So young can develop, can tell you about the NFL and what he's seen as a scout to, you know, get guys to the next level. And um, yeah, that, that scheme is just really intriguing. And I think it's also a scheme, you know, it's not like you're going from, it's not a crazy change no. from what we were talking no. about a year ago. Yes. It really isn't with yeah. Charles Kelly. So I think that that also should help the transition quite a bit. I, it's probably going to look very similar to what we saw last year. Like, to, you know, an untrained eye or a football novice, they probably won't even notice really much of a difference. Right, right. So, yeah, that's a good point. We'll see. All right, shout out to Circle K. We got Ooh. these delicious peach rings. They've got such great snacks. I know. Having this thing, this Circle K yeah, cart right here, is danger, uh, it's dangerous. Danger. <laughs> um, yeah, and all sorts of amazing offers. Of course. Join you their the inner app. Oh, yeah. Join the inner circle. Are you in the inner circle, Dre? Dude, I'm so in the inner circle. <laughs> I'm getting other people in my inner circle to join the inner Let's circle. Let's go. Try to get oh, these yeah. gas discounts, you know? It's like the olden days when I'm at the pump now with... Uh, Circle K. First five Phillips, 25 cents off a gallon. That's right. That's uh, that's saving some money right there. Yeah. You also get your first five Polar Pops free, every six free on several items such as pizza, roller grills, uh, dispensed beverages, donuts, and more. You can also get a free any size Polar Pop from Colorado Circle K's by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to the number 31310. Message and data rates may apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be reviewed at CircleK.com. Sign up with the QR code on the screen right there or go to CircleK.com slash inner dash circle for more information. Boom. Do you want to tell the people about uh, Infinity Park? Infinity Park. What a time. The bar was packed. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> packed. Was that Thursday right that there? That was Friday. Friday, yeah, it was a good time. It was early too, and we uh -huh. just had a great yeah. crowd. Yeah, watching, we just finished um, the show, watching some some rugby. Man, their in stadium experience is so cool. They've been such an awesome partner. You've been out and done some stuff with them. Yeah, they're terrific. I went out to Infinity Park for the first time last summer, and it was I was really impressed. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, man, and I mean. You know, you're a old Buffs aficionado. You you long for the triple option days. Infinity I mean, Park's got you covered. Uh, rugby's just a great game. It yeah. sure is. It sure is, Jake. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got that right. Right now, you can head on over to AmericanRaptors.com to get your tickets. Uh, the season starts on Sunday, March 17th. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Bring your friends, bring your family. I also believe kids get in free, right? I think that's right, Jake. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Hit up American Raptors, AmericanRaptors.com. That actually sounds like an amazing time. I need to do that. I need to take the kiddo. Yeah, it sounds like fun. It sure does. Okay. All right. Beautiful day, by the way. I'm almost like overdressed with the hoodie. Legendary. Yeah, I am too. I am too. 
Well, uh, I also wore too much red today for being on this pod. I apologize. I wasn't. It's Nuggets red up top, though. That is Nuggets. What's red. going on with the shirt might be a little more controversial. It's my uh, Armani Milan stupid basketball team. Ah, uh, okay. So that's their colors, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's right. All right, let's get fired up. Yeah, it sounds like it, Jake. <laughs> it sure sounds like it. All right. 247 Sports is the enemy today. Man, who would have thunk it? I, I know. Usually on our side with it. Yep. But Instead, today, they chose violence. Um, over the weekend, this article came out from Carter Bands. Bonds? Bands. There's an H in there. You'd know better than me. <laughs> I don't Bond. know. <laughs> Bonds. Yes, yes. Um, you got to open your mouth wide to say that <laughs> name. Bonds. But he wrote up. College football's best quarterback wide receiver duos for the 2024 season. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, let's just go from the... Let's count it down from 10 here. Okay. Number 10. You can do that. Is a combo who hasn't really done anything, at sure. least on the quarterback side. Totally. That's Jackson Arnold and Nick Anderson out of Oklahoma. Yep. Okay, well, they're at 10. Who can criticize them? Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, they're taking a shot on a highly touted quarterback. Right. Can't right. blame them there. Right. Probably um, like 30 other more accomplished <laughs> combos that you could have picked. but Probably. They're taking hey, a little shot. Get your clicks. That's fine. Jackson Arnold, <laughs> second year uh, quarterback. Uh, you know, we'll see what he can do with the Sooners yes. in the SEC. I'm highly optimistic. <laughs> I will say Nick Anderson, though, decent season last year as a redshirt oh, freshman. Well, if you're top 10 in the country, you, <laughs> decent yeah. is what we strive for, I guess. I mean, 38 receptions. almost Whoa. Blown away. 798 yards. That's 21. Dude, that's those averages are. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with, with you. 10 with touchdowns. You. Boom. There you go. Fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one. Number nine, Ohio State, Will Howard and Emeka Egbuka. Okay, we're getting hyped here. Uh, Egbuka was, I'd say, at many points during the season, figured to be a first-round player. Yes, Comes yes. Comes back to school, though. Big time. He got that bag. He got that bag. He's coming back for his senior season. Yep. He had a great 2022, over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. But last year... He did. Only 515 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, huh? Keep huh? these numbers in mind. I I know some wide receivers that outproduce that. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, they must have a really good quarterback with a long track record of success. Then. Oh, of course. Will Howard. Oh, gosh. He wasn't even the full-time starter to start the season for Kansas State last year. Yep, Will Howard. Top nine in the country. Top nine. Oh, man. Wow. We're betting a lot on Chip Kelly here. Well, I'm... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, or, I can't blame him. Or but. maybe leaning into Oklahoma and Ohio State and a little program reputation. There huh? you go. Oh, okay. Could be that. Okay, we understand it. Last year, Will Howard uh, played in 12 games, only threw 357 passes. Uh, 2,600 yards, 24 to 10 touchdown to interception ratio. Keep those numbers in mind. Keep those numbers Keep in those mind. Keep those numbers in mind. <laughs> totally. Number eight. Uh huh. Jackson Dart yep. and Trey Harris. Where okay. are you at with Jackson Dart? Do you have a Jackson Dart take? Not for us? terrible. Not terrible. This, 
this is the first combo where I'm like, yeah, those guys probably are top 10 in the country. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That checks out. Jackson Dart, fun. Good enough to win like double digits uh, with the lane train scheming them up. Right. And doesn't have it for the big game to get over the hump, you know. So that's a bit of a that's a bit of a problem for Jackson Dart. Slightly limited ceiling, but I appreciate his game. Uh, steady increase in his numbers uh -huh. throughout the years. I mean, that first year at USC only played six games, and then his second full time year at Ole Miss last year. Upped his completion percentage to 65, 3,300 uh, passing yards, 23 to 5. Not bad. Not bad. Trey Harris. Trey Harris having a good good little career. He's coming yep. back for a fifth year. Yep. Back-to-back 900-yard -back, seasons, 18 tuds the last two years combined. Okay. We got a legit comp. You did it, 247. Mm. Took you three tries, but we have a legit <laughs> top 10 combo and you're not just BS and trying to get clicks from bigger programs. Good job by you. Number seven. Woo! Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter. Only the seventh best wide receiver quarterback combo in the nation. Right. I, right. You're not going. It's an honor to be nominated on this one. Huh? <laughs> no, we're not showing up to the <laughs> award show on this one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're boycotting the award. We don't show watch your together. participation trophy. Oh, yeah, I love this. Okay, good. Good. I mean, come on. Shador threw 27 and 3. He had 31 total touchdowns when you factor in the rushes. He completed 69.3% of his passes with the worst offensive line in college football. Hey, oh. Travis Hunter only played in nine games, but had 700 receiving yards, 57 receptions, and five touchdowns. Should have oh had gosh. more because he had two touchdowns back to back taken from him in the Utah game. Whoa. Well, if you're not if you weren't paying attention, that's more than Emeka Gbuka. Yeah. In fewer games. Yes. Gosh. Crazy. Shocking. Oh. Take that for data. But they are ahead of all the all the combos we have listed already. Yeah. I mean, that, they're coming to get you, uh, <laughs> Mr. Barnes. They, they saw the pod. They're like, oh, man, he's, he's in critical condition. Doesn't know ball. It's an affliction many have. They'll come get you, though. They'll That's come fair. get you. Okay, um, number six. Number six right after that. Uh, Brady Cook and Luther Bird in the third. Luther We're the big LB3 guys out here. He was one of my favorite players to watch last yeah. season. Now, if Brady Cook is more of a dual threat and gives you more as a runner than a thrower, is that a legit candidate for best wide receiver quarterback combo if the quarterback isn't throwing it as much as the other quarterbacks he's going against? I Wouldn't that be a better one for like best backfield combos? Are we seeing SEC bias here? Oh my God. No, that couldn't <laughs> be, Jake. I don't think SEC bias exists. Well, it continues at number oh five, Dre. <laughs> Carson Beck and Dominic Lovett out of Georgia. Wow. Dominic hate it is what I would say <laughs> about this ranking. Um, would they even rank higher than the Shadour-Jimmy uh, combo? No. No. Dominic Lovett last year had 54 receptions, 613 yards, and four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he's uh, he's more of a Jimmy. He's more in the Jimmy Horn tier. 
Yes. Big Jimmy guy over here. Mm -hmm. But you're behind Shadur and Travis. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just the Easily. deal. Yeah. Number four. And, you know, Brady Cook is just a worse quarterback than Shadur Sanders. Absolutely. Not even close. Dang. Number four, a quarterback on a new team again. Cam Ward and Xavier Restrepo out of Miami. This one is oh, I, yeah. tragic error was made here. Uh, I'll if, give credit to Restrepo. He's produced. Oh, Restrepo? Great. Um, I swear there's a Restrepo who's like a female cop in one of the cop shows. <laughs> Someone, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, please. All I remember is the damn like war documentary, bro. Do we have a nomination? Cam Ward, however. Look, we're, we like Cam Ward here. No, we're pro Cam Ward guys. Great content at the Pac 12 Media Days. He's a Shadur guy, right? Yeah, uh, Coach Daryl Taylor, select QB Athletics. <sighs> Cam Ward. He's going to a new team. I'm sorry. Like, he also has not outplayed Shadur the second half of the last two years. How can a He's combo look like garbage? How can a combo we haven't seen yet be over <laughs> all these ones? It makes no sense. Number three. It's a great point. And just Cam Ward is I, I don't know that why the Cam Ward love keeps like no one's gotten more hype than Cam Ward over a three-year span for just like oh starting hot and then regressing the second half of the year. I've lost so Speaking much money troops. on Cam Ward offenses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. All due respect to Cam Ward, though. It's just very inconsistent. Number three. Yeah. Um, if this there, one I approve of. This yes, one I approve If of. there was a combo to rival Shador and Travis, yep. it'd be Noah Fafita and Tedaroa McMillan. Yeppers. We yep don't even have to go into depth here. Yeppers. Like, That's just nope. very good. Finished off the season hot. The argument for Fafita is he only came along second half of the year, but uh, no. I mean, we'll see how they do without cowing in there. Yep. But, yep. and you know, new coach and all that. But yeah, highly encouraging. With Dino Babers at OC. Dude, Dino Babers is a nickname I have for my <laughs> wife, of course. <laughs> Baby, babe, Babers. And then you can go with the Dino Babers, you know? So class, are you going to start class. calling her Dino? <laughs> oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Um, but if it's all, never forget Dino Baber's uh, <laughs> tenure at Syracuse. Real ones know about that. Yeah, there that was a shooting star if there ever was one. Sure, well, he resurgent, he resurrected the program. Definitely, they were in like a big New Year's Six bowl. Yep, they were good, and then just yeah. back back on down. They took it to Clemson a lot of times when Clemson Dude. was really good. They did, they did. Number two, another combination that has yet to actually throw a pass together in a real game. Oregon's Dylan Gabriel and Tez Johnson. And look, we... Tez again, Johnson's a baller. Tez Johnson's respect a to baller. Tez Johnson. Yep, yep. Dylan Gabriel, I just haven't been a fan. He's been in college football for like 80 years now. Yep. yep. This is his third team. Yeah, a little... Gosh, almost like poor man's uh, Bo Nix in some ways. Very UCF-y type quarterback. That's where he came from. Correct. Um, but yeah, we don't know the combo. And seeing this combo only makes me more upset for the number 10 combo of complete unknowns. Well, number still and Gabriel's played in college football before. Fair. Of course. But number one, another combo we haven't seen. 
Texas's Quinn Ewers and Isaiah Bond, former Alabama wide receiver. And Isaiah Bond, I think his appeal is more as a jack-of-all-trades, like, offensive weapon. He's not just, like, a straight-up outside wide receiver, you know? Uh, 48 receptions last year, 668 yards and four touchdowns. That's the, the number it. one wide receiver and the best QB wide receiver combination, according Travis to 247. Travis outproduced him in, uh, in that. In, like, in that. A little over half the games. Travis only played nine games last year. I'll just go, you know, to go a, a slightly unbiased route. Um, we're draft guys. Yes. Shadur, when, yes. when people still thought he may have uh, been in the draft. Right. And people were still putting Ewers and Carson Beck in those rankings. Right. Outrank them. Which jives with how we feel. Shadur is the higher-rated prospect at quarterback. Definitely. Uh, going into this offseason. Travis Hunter. Now, Travis has the added factor that he plays cornerback at a lockdown level. Travis, though, also higher. Mm -hmm. um, and if you just need to see Travis's value at wide receiver, look at the stats that Jake uh, cited consistently while going through that list compared to these other guys while only being healthy for nine games last season. Yep. That's the top combo right there. You would think. You would think. But there's also this like thought that now that Travis is going into his final year of college that, oh, he's got to pick a position at this point. It's like, Travis wants to play both. He plays both at elite level. Yes, he's going to play both. People just, they don't watch ball, and then they they can be, like, because they don't watch, they get closed-minded and, like, really defensive and double down on, like, stupid preconceived notions they have. Yeah. Very annoying. Very annoying. That was fun. That was fun. So there you go. Um, the first time we've really dug into national disrespect. Oh. Just straight, just looking past Shador and Travis, basically. Just it's like they forgot them. about them, and they're like, oh, shit, uh, seven. Right, right. I think they should have ranked Shador and Jimmy and then, then Shador and <laughs> Travis. You could have done Shador and... I mean, if we're doing combinations that haven't played together, where's Shador and LeJonte Wester? Where's Shador and Will Shepard? Right, right. They could have had five nominees in the top ten. <laughs> sure. I think that'd be more legit than Dominic hate it, you know? <laughs> um... And then next, they should do the most trustworthy backfields. And let's see where Shadur and Dylan rank. Yeah. Or Alto, Alto coming back. Or Alto. Yes, sir. All right. Shout out to our friends over at American Financing. Oh, yeah. A lot of us struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything's still really expensive. Homeowners, you have a way out of this credit card spiral. If you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing, and tell them DMVR sent you. Woo. They're saving customers an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Their job is to save you money. They care about your success. Saving a few hundred dollars a month can make all the difference. They're a local Colorado-based company but are licensed in all 50 states so they can help you anywhere. Hit up American Financing. Give them a call. At 303-695-7000, that's 303-695-7000, or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. Uh, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. 
My Boom. guy knows ball. And then uh, shout out to us. Let's go. If you're enjoying the content, consider becoming a DMVR diehard member. Yes. The perks are uh, pretty much endless. Free shirt every year. Discounts on all our merch. Discounts at the DMVR bar. Discounts mm-hmm. on DMVR events. Basically, if you're planning on buying like two t-shirts this year and attending one event, it's paid for itself. On top of that, exclusive content only that diehards get. On top of that, join the DMVR lounge. That's the number Elite. one. Elite. Yes. And uh, yeah, I mean, exclusive merch drops. There's just awesome perks and you get to support us, support all that we do. Um, never hurts, man. It's a, it's a crazy media environment then. So we need your support, Buff Nation, as uh, Jake would say. And, uh, you know, our guys put it in the hard work. So, uh, so check it out. We highly encourage you to become a member and uh, give us a try and support us. Yes, more diehard uh, content is coming very soon, and I can't emphasize this Discord enough. That's where I drop a lot of uh, things I know that I won't share publicly. Oh, my god! So if you want to ask questions and just know more about the team than basically anyone, join the DMVR Discord. DMVR Lounge. Dang, what a team! How about that? Oh, my. I want to... I want to... I'm going to... Buy another membership, I think. There might be a scoop in there in the last five messages. What? Check it out. Oh my gosh, we're checking it out. We out here. Okay. All right. uh, Let's get to questions. Hammer that like button, please. Hit the like button. Also, subscribe. Someone told me that uh, YouTube unsubscribed them from our channel. So double check that you're subscribed. Holy. this kind of weird shit just happens on the internet, so you might have been unsubscribed right. without even knowing it. So right. just double check right. and hit that subscribe button. Dang. We're co- I mean, tell us, guys. I'll come after YouTube like I did 247 <laughs> for rating uh, Cam Ward and uh, Z Restrepo ahead <laughs> of uh, Travis and Shador. All right, Kyrie with the question, with Dawson leaving, does this improve the chances of the freshman wide receivers playing um, I definitely, I mean, I think that those guys stayed around or the staff kept those guys on committed on commitments for a reason. Like they do want older players, obviously through the portal, but Draylon Miller and Cam Michael, you just put on the tape. Cam Michael is going to be one of the fastest guys on the team. Uh, and Draylon Miller is just dynamic. Well, both those guys have some real versatility to play on exactly. the back end and would really hit, um, fit Livingston scheme. So Either way, those are incredibly valuable pieces to yep. next year's roster. Uh, Eric, what's up? Do you think the hiring of Pat Schirmer could land Juju Lewis? Based on what Juju said to On3, it sounded like it. Um, I mean, he basically said that he's intrigued by Pat Schirmer's just track record. And I think this is something that we tried to talk about, that you know we have a lot of crossover with Broncos country, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of concern over Pat Schirmer, but... Kids see these like experienced, seasoned NFL minds in Colorado, and they go like, "That's who I wanted to be coached by in four or five years from now." Like, right? Absolutely. So, we'll see. Yeah. No, I mean, I, and it's also different. Like Pat Shermer, a couple of years ago, when he was talked about as a potential candidate to take the Michigan State head coach job. Okay, maybe that's right. Like that's a different pitch in kids' living rooms than come play for me 
in my pro style scheme and get coached by me because I know what it takes and also have Coach Prime backing you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, David, do we think Kofi Taylor Barks can break out at inside linebacker this year at 6'3, 220? He could be a big boost to that room. Definitely. He's in there, Victory Johnson and Morgan Pearson. Those are the three guys from last year who are the young incoming three stars who didn't really see too much of the field. Um, well, and I mean, af at, with tight end, I think that's about one of the most wide open rooms as far as competition going into, you know, the spring. Right. Definitely. So everyone's got a real shot there, you know. Uh, we were big Morgan Pearson fans last offseason. Mm. Um, but we liked what we saw from Kofi Taylor Barracks, too. He's just he's another guy who's still kind of learning the game. He comes from that NFL. Um, God, I can't remember the name of it. It's the NFL International Program. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids yeah. in England. Yes, yes. So that's how yes. he's made it to Colorado. That's exciting. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, BP, can high school seniors play spring game? Uh, this question came through when you mentioned some of the guys who would be oh, coming on campus, no, like no, no. Dre and um, Draylon and Cam Michael. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're gonna enroll in the next semester. They won't even right. be enrolled. Right. So, but there are early enrollees, right? That can yes. happen yeah, for exactly. college kids, and that's what Big Seat's doing, right? Yeah, Seaton. Um, who else? Michael Welsh, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's several on that list. Cash Cleveland, mm -hmm. the center from IMG. Uh, who else do we have on here? Eric Brantley's on here. So do you want to explain how that works exactly? Like, basically, you... I mean, basically, as a high school senior, you graduate in January after your first semester. Right. And you're able to enroll early that way. It's Yeah, I mean, we've talked a lot about early enrollment, and that's the key to getting to campus early. Right. You have to graduate at least a whole semester early in December... Be done, like, have all your credits, be done with high school, ready to go into college once the spring semester starts in January. And that's why these guys are here. That's why they're working out here. They're, they're on the team. They're enrolled. So Right, right, right. I'm sure we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Cam Michael and Draylon Miller at the game, though, just, like, there. So Totally. I mean, what even? I, I won't. <laughs> be well. Do you feel like Shiloh and Cormani earn their numbers? I don't. Um, I mean, I don't know how you can say Shiloh did it. Shiloh is a... Uh, yeah, no, I think what Shiloh did on the field last year speaks for itself. Cormani played in more games. Um, uh, here's the thing with Cormani. Cormani was a five-star. They treated him like one. Um, and he's expected to be the guy. Like... Cam took his number of seven. That's Cormani's number. That's what he would have wanted, I'm sure, if he had the chance. That's true. Cam took it. That's also his number. Cormani got the one. I there was I don't think there was a doubt in our mind when we looked at the roster last year. We said, okay, Travis should be one. He wants he doesn't want one, he wants twelve. Cormani's one then. That's just how it should work. Right. right. And, and I mean earn. Uh, There'll be lots of milestones this offseason to earn or unearn numbers. Definitely. You know, this is the web pages are sometimes behind where the actual roster and how things are advancing in camp. I mean, right. I think this is more a roster that's just listing the numbers that they had last year, right? Exactly. Even Bishop still has a number on exactly. here, right? Even though stuff's happened this offseason. So I, I wouldn't read 
too much into it when it gets back to earn your number season for Coach Prime, uh, I think maybe that could be open back up for sure. Well, and we don't have an offensive one. Like Draylon Miller or Cam Michael could be the one this year on offense. You know what I mean? Or right. Like right. Dylan wanted to switch to the one or something. So Right. Uh, the Outcast says, can we get an interview with Gage Goldberg? I'd love to. Um, I'll work on it. Just for you, Outcast. Wow. Asking you shall receive. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, no dancing around it. Uh, Eric Johnson it. says, I'm from Pittsburgh. I plan on coming to the bar. Are you there often, Jake? I need a pick for the gram. Wow. Um, if you're coming for a game here, that's a little tougher. Because we'll be on the road every road game, and then I've obviously Apple, be in Boulder. Um, yeah. 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 Um, but if you're here during the week, just let me know. Shoot me a DM on the Buffs account or on uh Yeah, it depends on coming to the bar, though, you know. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, later yeah. in the week when we're open for lunch uh, works well while the pod's going on. It's not a bad way to go about it. Uh, and Shelly's asking, when are you going to create an online DMVR diehard membership? You have a lot of fans outside of Boulder. Also now with Coors Light, you got to step it up. We already have it. It's there. Um, sign up. Oh, you? yeah, no, diehard <laughs> membership. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sign up, please. TheDMVR.com. Go to subscribe. Look at all the stuff and uh, check that out. But Shelly, we, we do that very much, yeah. very much. You'll There's get a free shirt. Every uh, year. Yes. You sign up, free shirt. Renew, free shirt. And then uh, hop in the Discord with us. We're just hanging out in there. Dang. I yeah. love that so much. It's it's my favorite part of the whole thing is talking with the guys in the Discord. It's a good deal. More it's nuggets deal. get dropped there, too. Right. Right. So. And not just on the Denver Nuggets. No, no, not just the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Thank you, Dre. Yeah. <laughs> but there's that, too. If that interests you, we offer that. <laughs> Exactly. You can chat with our Broncos, Holy our uh, Nuggets and Avs diehards, too. Oh, my gosh. If you so dare. Actually, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> oh, he the same I'm not going to say it. Do not become a member to troll <laughs> our Rams community. We are not encouraging do not you do to that. do that. Please, that God, would do be, not do that. Come on. We're, once you're in, respect. Okay, let's be respectful. We do. There is respect, but we do have people who jump in and out who just like want to ask questions. Totally, like, it's totally. cool. So, speaking Rams, I think BFN and Tory Horton have a better case for combos in the top ten. <laughs> they than certainly some, had some of the more ones that stats. were in. You know, not a valid point, man. Yeah, yeah. Pretty disappointed. Two four seven. You really dropped the ball. I hope the ambulance has reached you so that they're getting you the medical help. You need. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the trolls are showing up in the chat. It's time to get out of here. Okay. For a word on T. Dawson, top of this show. It's like the first thing we talked totally. about today. Yep. 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 First five minutes, your thirst will be quenched for T. Dawson news. There you go. Hit the like button on the way out. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You want to do this again tomorrow? Let's do it, man. I'm all in. Tears Day with Dre? Whoa, Tears Day. Tears Dre? I'm all in. <laughs> Let's go. I'll See bring the tears, whether that's ranking <laughs> tears or tears out of my eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared no matter what the context, Jake. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, Scobuffs. Buffs. What a pleasure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We all silly like the mayor. 